I want him to be Marlon's man. Do y'all know who that is? Is this one of the Wayne's brothers? Mm -hmm. Is that a Wayne's brother? Got a flag. Got a flag. It's all those cold winners, man. They just don't know what to do with themselves. I got a punch and fuck everything. Got a flag. Tell him, got a flag. Time to find cheap, outdated jerseys like the one I'm wearing right. on eBay. Got a flag. Tell him, got a flag. Of the week. One size fits all. What about me? This don't fit on me at all. It's a shame. It's a sin. I don't care. That's the way it's always been. Drop that flag. Pack it in. Tell you something. Episode 137 of TTF, throw the flag, throw the football flag. Uh, guys, it's, 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 it's the question I'm going to ask you every single week. Is football fun? Ooh, well, we're at a mid-season point, so you would think we would know if it's fun yet or not. God, we are at mid-season. But I, I, I'm going I'm to say we need more data in order to conclude whether or not we have reached this nerdstrom fun. nerdstrom over here yes. always wants more data. Hankins. I got all the data I need, baby. Ooh. Football is back. Is <laughs> back, baby. Oh my god. The fucking 3:30 window yesterday. It was good. Was a uh, lit. It was oh. not a bad window. Oh, it felt great. Uh-uh. Shit was happening. Everything was going on. It was crazy. Alabama looked terrible. <laughs> oh, this is all great. It's all great. Yeah, yeah. Football's back, baby. Well, you know what? Like, we're going to try a new thing where we actually get to exciting stuff at the beginning. Ooh. Um, no, no teasing this week. Uh, which means we're going to get straight to Matt Creel. This is sp 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 spitting on it and putting it in. <laughs> Everybody whip it out right now because we are not teasing. Which means it. we're going to get to free Freezer's Trick or Treat of the Week. Hankins, hit the theme. I see two young children coming to my door. Why? Oh, God. Oh, no. I a young this. Will Muschamp and an even younger oh. Kirby Smart both coming R to my R door. I heard he's Ooh. I heard he's not so smart. Let's see two what we have. Ago. What are they dressed up as today on Halloween? Are they wearing sexy costumes. Ooh. I see a uh, young Will <laughs> is dressed up as... A sexy Mr... Rogers. No, he's dressed up as Rip Taylor. Oh, a very R. timely, a very timely costume. A very recent ghost. Yes. R.I.P. 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 You get this king-size Twix bar for you because your costume is timely, much like your win yesterday. Very unexpected, but well needed for some upsets. 
And now I look at scorn upon you, young Kirby. You are also dressed up as a rip, but it's Rip Torn, the oh, lesser of the rips. Famed alcoholic Rip Torn? Yes. Boo-hoo. Much like an alcoholic, your performance oh. yesterday yesterday was shaky and... But good in Men in Black. It was decent in Men in Black. <laughs> You're not ditching the accent at all. Not at all, until the bit is over. So I give the treat to Rip Taylor and the trick to Rip Torn. That's right. That's right, young Kirby. Cease from my doorstep. You get no treat this week. The trick for you will be plummeting down the poles. <laughs> uh, South Carolina beat Georgia 20 to 17. It was, I think, when I kind of woke up. Uh-huh, oh, no, uh-huh. it, was, it was like 12 o'clock when, when it was 17 to 10. Yeah. South Carolina. Um, and saw the saw the message from, from you to, to Hankins and me um, that we've seen the song and dance before. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a far lesser team goes up early. They can't last 60 sure, minutes. especially on the road. Uh, South Carolina lasted 60 minutes and two overtimes, mm-hmm, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a game South Carolina should not have been in. They're no. on their third string quarterback. Have to pull a guy off the bench who has seen no significant gameplay, much less against any uh, reasonable opponent. Um, South Carolina was up 17-10 to 10 at half. Yeah, Georgia appeared to not want to win the game at all. They were saving their plays, you know, like like good teams do. Saving their plays. Um, and South Carolina slept walk through the second half and was fortunate to get to overtime. Still somehow, and yeah, even more fortunate to win it in double overtime. Well, they slept walk through the second half, and if it weren't for a very late drive with. 20 seconds left. 20 yeah. seconds left uh-huh. and two penalties in mm-hmm. in the in, in the in the line, in the in the red zone. Mm-hmm. Um I had, they they wouldn't have even needed overtime. Um and Mr. Automatic, Rodrigo all black rim glasses, yeah. Rodrigo Blankenship. Yeah. Uh and his lo- first miss of the season. First miss? Uh, I think I've ever More seen More like sinking ship, am I right, guys? <laughs> yeah, nice. yeah, the only two misses I remember are one against Alabama in the SEC championship that would have put him up either 10 or 17 uh, last year and then yeah. this kick because this guy had been automatic. Yeah. Uh, Jake Fromm is... 0 and 5 when throwing more than 30 passes. Wow. Is that a stat? That's a pretty good stat. He was 28 for 51 ooh, yesterday. Ooh. Um yeah, I I mean <clears throat> this was clearly in any given Sunday kind of situation. Um I don't think I still think George is going to beat Florida. I still think they're going to be a force to mm-hmm. be reckoned with. But what the hell happened yesterday? It's just one of those performances where uh against Notre Dame they didn't blow their doors off. Yeah. Um, they Saving the first players. half against Tennessee last year of last week it was a similar performance they were able to eventually hit it all cylinders in the second half but um for for this to happen against South Carolina with a third string quarterback uh I did not, not know they were on a third string I, I knew the yeah. number three was on the sidelines yeah. I didn't know it was their third it's, string it's just not a good look um and <clears> I don't know what it means long term for Kirby Smart because he's a heck of a recruiter but at some point you got to think those recruits got to be like uh, I want to win coach <laughs> I want to win a ring baby <laughs> Hankins um is can can Georgia beat uh Florida still last year's Georgia team was 2009 Alabama mm-hmm. yeah this year's Georgia team is 2008 
Alabama. <laughs> they just, you know, the, all year they've we've kept saying, oh, they're just taking care of business. Um, they're they're doing all right. They're they're beating who's on the schedule, and that's all they need to do. But the problem with that is, if you have a game like this where for whatever reason a couple of things are off, you don't have the cushion to deal with the pushing. But this is and that's what happened. So like South Carolina, as y'all aptly put it, South Carolina had they didn't play well. No. South, it was South not Carolina's a Stephen Garcia team. day. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't do well. Um, weren't coached particularly well. Missed a gimme field goal to win the game outright in the first mm-hmm, overtime. Mm-hmm. Did everything they could have done to lose the game. Um, and Georgia was also at home. Now, do I think that is indicative of them plummeting? Not necessarily. But do I think they're going to go 2-0 and versus Auburn and Florida now? I do not think that. Yeah. Um, and and that will probably be enough to kill him off, and uh, it was just uh, like everybody over there is a game manager. And <laughs> to be fair, their wide receiver core is not explosive like Alabama's, or and their quarterback is not having a crazy year like LSU's. So they are just sort of Johnny Feelgoods, and they they do their job pretty well. But that's going to get you beat two times a year. And that reminds me of another program. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's Georgia and their entire history. That's true. It wasn't a, a good week for Atlanta sports teams with the Braves losing. Uh, Oof, in, like uh, 12 to nothing. Yeah, giving yeah. up 10 runs in the first inning. And then uh, a 21-point favorite losing at home to a. And the Falcons also being. Yeah, and the Falcons being the Falcons. Or, I, I just want to. I'm going to say one thing. I want us to. This is going to be a bit of a visual gag, so Ooh. everybody, I want you to just, I want you to just uh, calm down, Close your eyes. take a deep breath, and I want you take to visualize. Off. I want you to visualize the Atlanta Falcons logo. Um, it looks like a falcon. Uh, it's a bird, but it also is in the kind of a shape of an F. And I want you to visualize Whoa. the Braves logo, and I want you to visualize the Georgia Bulldog logo. And just think about a post that I saw on the old Facebook last night. Especially being here in Georgia, I have a, I get a, I see a lot of Atlanta sports related posts. Get a lot of that. And it just said, it said, um, warning choking hazard. And then it had the Falcons <laughs> logo, the Braves logo, and the Bulldogs logo. And I said that ain't gonna age well. <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, like we said, South Carolina, third string quarterback, uh, Muschamp is just not a good coach. South Carolina is not a good team. They were on the road. His glasses are, are like a rib, right? That's a it's joke. Like librarian His glasses, glasses are a, that, like, that's a real, Rodrigo? he's doing a real bit, no, uh, right? That's, about no, 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 Muschamp. Muschamp had some accountant sort of sexy librarian glasses <laughs> on. Anything he puts on that he wears sexy, on, right? he wears on the, like, I don't know, free, would you say a quarter centimeter of his nose is left they're, where he puts them they're on? Very, the- <laughs> they're leisurely down there. Like, they're they're on the precipice of, like, falling and shattering into a million pieces. Yes. Excuse me, librarian Muschamp, like, can he, you point me to... He looks like a, he looks like an SNL character. Like, it's it has to be, it has to be a Mike Gundy mullet. He must be doing this to annoy his children. There's no other reason for him to have these spectacles. There's no other yeah. reason for it. Yeah, the uh, 
The crazy thing about that game is it should not and hopefully will not live in some sort of classic sort of, hey, remember when Johnny Menzel beat Alabama and all this crazy stuff happened because that game was miserable to watch. No team wanted to win it. No, it was um, like Auburn, Florida last week. Yeah, it was just just not a whole lot of pizzazz. And uh, if you're Georgia, you still have a lot to shoot for because if they go 12-1, and one, if they beat Alabama or LSU and yeah. fit one SEC, sure, they can make the playoffs. So if, it's, it's not like the... the uh, I would not take, the wooden stake into the heart of a vampire. <laughs> I would take it's a, not that. I would take a twelve and one Georgia SEC champion over uh, sure. an undefeated Clemson. Honestly, yeah. yeah. Um, that that's a bad loss. Though. It is. I mean, South Carolina is not good. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it is to Georgia's hope. It's not. I don't think they were necessarily exposed yesterday. Um, it felt more like that they just had a bad game plan. Well, they should. Like, I know I get shit plays. for 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 saving good plays, mm-hmm. but like it did feel like a game plan that was constructed to not lose the game, and eventually your superior talent would just went out. Um, but it just didn't happen for yeah, whatever you, reason. So those are correctable. You're things. right, Hankins. The game plan, which uh, the uh, the crowd in attendance brought out the booze, is they're down by seven points with like four minutes left, and it's like first and ten, two yard run, second and eight. Questionable, run. questionable play calling. Just a lot of just like, all right, we're going to wear them out. Like it's we've, we're 55 minutes into the game, and we're going to keep pounding it up the middle because one of these times they're going to break it for an 80-yard touchdown, and it never happened. It was just, a, like you said, Hank, it's a weird game plan for a team that had so much more talent, um, all the advantages of being home. For whatever reason, they yeah. decided to do something that didn't play to their strengths. Has Georgia yeah, because just like this podcast, they spit on it and put it in. <laughs> Has Jake Fromm been the quarterback of Georgia for the last twenty years? I feel like, Seems they, like it. they have not had a. They've had the same type of quarterback and the same looking quarterback since like DJ Shockley, basically. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, who was the guy? Who was the Aaron Murray? Was Aaron there Mur- Matthew Stafford? Oh yeah, I forgot about Matt yeah. Stafford. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Forgot about Jason Isbell. Um, so we'll see what happens to Georgia for the rest of the season. Um, Oklahoma, Texas. That's a game. That's a game. That's a big game. Um, it, will, it was the Fox Big Noon game of the week. Big Noon. You are all about man, that Big I Noon, am. baby. <laughs> Fox is weird, man. Fox is so weird. Um, you know, get the polymeter out. Ooh, Marie, get it out. I'm pulling it uh, out. Get it out. Just pull it, spit on it. Have it there ready, and, and you, you pull me back if I stray too far one side or the other. But, like, Fox clearly has a brand when it comes to news. Um, and their sports coverage typically also has a brand. Like, if you listen to Fox Radio, it is it is very different from what you would hear on ESPN or any other various uh, sources. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but their college football coverage is the blackest experience <laughs> on TV. <laughs> it is so strange. Like, typically... The theme song um, is just the get... theme song for In Living Color. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they all... They just recreate the In Living Color. And the with fly the girls are out there and everything. Whenever right? they go to commercials, yeah. the fly girls come out. <laughs> but Gus Johnson is the lead voice. <laughs> um, and all the bumper music, the, the return and go away music for commercials... It's all like 90s hip-hop, and I don't mean the stuff that you necessarily would hear on the radio. <laughs> it is a deep cut. 
I, I, maybe Gus Johnson just does everything. Maybe that's how they get away with it. It's like they just they're they're skipping on money and they're just paying Gus to do all the jobs. And so he's just playing his phone. Is my suspicion. I'm like, what is happening here? And then they go to the studio and it's a bunch of you know it's a, it's a younger crew and all of them are hip hopped up too. It's very strange. Yeah, <laughs> there is a lot of youth and Hankins. You're right on a lot of accounts that. Yeah, maybe it, it's sort of a it's a different sort of tone than the rest of their broadcasts and media packages. But having Urban Meyer there, like Urban, shifts, it shifts. <laughs> it definitely shifts Urban that that polymeter like so much in a different way. He is out of place and, that and is uncomfortable. Thirty-seven yard punt from Texas. Now here's a deep cut from Mystical. <laughs> And I don't mean the no-limit years. I'm talking (laughs) Jalen Hurts uh, lines up. Uh, We're going to ask him just to not hike this play because we need some juvenile right now. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah, Urban Meyer does just sound... He's out of place. He's a sore thumb. He's also not a good... He's not. Nick Saban isn't particularly a good, like commentator to have you know like on a game game he at least he at least like drinks a coffee beforehand urban meyer's boring that's that's the only way to put it um the and his voice doesn't match his face either and that's always problematic yeah i think there's a problem with the matrix whenever he talks like he's a robot impersonating like a box of tissues or something something's not clicking Robot impersonating a box of tissues. Um, so I missed this. Uh, you, you guys messaged that there was a Heisman play from Jalen that didn't work out. He had one really neat behind the back. Oh sort yeah, of yeah. Thing I, where I he was that, about to yeah. get sacks, and then and the flea flicker. He had the yeah. flea flicker. So that happened. He, he gets a well. He he does that play, the behind the back play, and completes the pass. And then the next play is like third and two, and he misses an open receiver. So that's he won the Heisman and lost the Heisman. Yeah, he, he had some good plays, plays, and then he had some just terrible plays. It was sort of the mixed bag approach that he had at Alabama. <laughs> there were um, he, he definitely had that one awful uh, pass into the end zone. Yeah, the um, uh, whoever was calling the game is Urban Meyer an actual like, co- like no, color he, he's on the studio. No. Set. God, can you imagine? Not definitely not color commentator. I don't even know if he showed up for halftime. <laughs> there were there were a couple plays where the the announcers were just like, and you know, an inconsistent outing. Like it's like, yeah, yeah seems about right. Yeah, just as just yeah, as freezer. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, Oklahoma won the actual game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I assume that sets them up for the Big Twelve. Sure, title. They, they're in the I driver's mean, seat. Uh, Baylor's undefeated, but yeah. There's no one really that should come within uh, two touchdowns of Oklahoma the rest of the season. Maybe they'll play Texas again in the championship, but they are in the driver's seat. There was a um, – every now and again, the internet comes together and decides not to be just a bastion of bullshit, mm-hmm. um, particularly – Haven't seen it yet. <laughs> on Twitter, and even this story involves the internet at some point being a bastion of bullshit. Um so Jalen Hurts was asked about, "Hey, this is your first Red River shootout, or sure, yeah. is it no longer the shootout because that involves guns?" Uh, Red River rivalry uh, showdown, something showdown, like showdown, um, showdown. And uh, you know, are you nervous? Blah blah blah. And Jalen Hurts says, "Like I played in the Iron Bowl, I think I'm going to be okay." Um, 
And Texas did not like that response. One that is a slap to their one face. One like Texas like fan account particularly was like Jalen Hurts is just a smug piece of shit, blah 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 blah. And like just the the rate like immediately got ratioed like comments galore uh, when compared to retweets or likes. Mm-hmm. And Oklahoma, Alabama and some Texas fans were like, "Well, like look at the fucking numbers. You haven't been in the championship. You've been in the championship uh like two- 05 and 09. Yeah. You haven't been relevant since sure. 05." Yeah. Um this is the biggest game for Texas like, every year. That's what they circle it. <laughs> like, look at the games that Jalen Hurts has been yeah. in in, like, three years at Alabama. Sure. Um, this might be the 15th most important game he's been in. Yeah. Maybe. He's just speaking the truth. It's just like, <laughs> I played in big games before. This is a, a big game right now, so we'll do our best. That's pretty much all he said. Also, like... Obviously, I'm biased on this scenario, so I'm going to admit that right up front. But I just want to talk about... A few uh, particulars about OU Texas as a rivalry, as a thing. Of course it's big. Sure. Of course it is. There's no doubt. But I want to say this. Texas is Oklahoma's biggest rival because what? Nebraska went to the Big Ten. Mm -hmm. That's why Mm -hmm. that happened. Because all our lives growing up, it was Nebraska-Oklahoma that was the game and A&M and Texas that was the game. So this shit is relatively recent also it got more important because what oklahoma got really good and also that son of a bitch comes on at 11 o'clock in the morning in god's time zone if that thing was massive and major some network would say uh no we're gonna flex this into a prime time yeah for sure and it would i don't care about your stupid state fair i don't care about any of that the money would move it the money has not moved. Like you would it have seems Penn bigger State because Iowa. it is yeah. <laughs> exactly right. Like you flex that into there. Um, so if it was as big as Texas would like to believe that it is, those things would exist, and they don't. And I get it. There's tradition, and there's it's not as easy to move that game. But that game has a bigger feeling because it is a noon game, and typically you don't get sexy, sexy matchups at noon unless it's big noon on Fox. Um, and so everybody gets to watch it, but don't get it twisted, boys. The fucking Iron Bowl has decided who played for the national championship the past decade most of the time. So come on. Come on, guys. And I love Texas, but come on. Um, so Oklahoma, I actually did not see the end of this game. <laughs> uh, Oklahoma pretty Jesus. much, it seemed they, like were, it was they were in hand. control most of the game. Uh, Texas came back yeah. and tied it at 10 at some point. And what then Oklahoma th- got up two scores and then Texas scored, you know, with three or four minutes left okay. to cut it to seven. So the true, the, it's like a 42, 28 true I, score. I agree. Index. I okay. agree. Yeah. That's what I was really looking for. Um, Wisconsin blew the hell out of Michigan State. It's weird because I thought Sparty was back. Yeah, but that um, Wisconsin defense, they've given up like 20 points or something this year. Everyone's creaming over them until they play Clemson or Oklahoma or Alabama in the playoffs and they give up 50. I don't know. I which think, will happen. I think Wisconsin's will. I want to jump happen. in right now. I want to get on the record, hot Ooh. take on mm-hmm. the record. P.J. Fleck coaches Michigan State next year. He is undefeated, rowing that boat at Minnesota, oh, wow. Hankins. He oh. is oh, undefeated. Wow. And um, I think their next – Minnesota is 6-0, and and their next two are like Rutgers and someone cra- equally crappy, probably Illinois. Who did Illinois. Michigan play yesterday? Yeah, they're going to get to 8-0. Yeah, Minnesota has an easy walk to 8-0. But if we want to stay in the Big Ten, like Sean suggested, we had Michigan going to Champaign and taking on Lovey Smith's Fighting Illini. 
Champagne for my real friends, real pain for my sham friends. Mm-hmm. The champagne room, that's what they call mm-hmm. it. Um, Michigan would... Champagne, Illinois. She left me standing on the courthouse stairs. I just had to get Oh, it. yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> so Michigan got up 28 nothing. Illinois valiantly came back to cut it to 28-25 and then proceeded to lose 42-25, which drops Illinois to 2-4. and four. It's not looking good. I'm going to have to hear that fucking S at the end Mm -hmm. of that fucking word Mm -hmm. all fucking for the rest of my life. The stakes are legitimately high. This is something I actually care about. Of course, you're invested. I'm invested. Hankins is invested. Uh, I got to tell you, Illinois is not going four and two over the next six games. Very doubtful. And they're definitely not a team that is going to slip into it. And they'd have to win a bowl game, too, and as, as per our bet. Oh, of course. Mm-hmm. And they're definitely not a team that's going to be able to spit on it and put it in at 5-7. and seven. No. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> Hankins, any, any thoughts about Illinois this to, week? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There, I do have some thoughts. <laughs> <sighs> I hate Smith's to be the guy. Disaster. I hate to be the guy who ruins a tradition, mm-hmm. who screws up, who screws up the bit. But uh, there are some sins in this world that are unforgivable, and when you've got a chance to deal the killing blow to that dumb shit milk drinker at Michigan, <laughs> mm-hmm. and you let that son of a bitch off the hook, mm. I cannot forgive you, Lovey Smith. I cannot forget. What are we hearing, Hankins? What's what's happening? And I have to admit <laughs> that Matt Freezer Creel mm-hmm. had it right all along. And uh it's done. Little Illinois is finally folding up no way. His Juice Newton jersey. Yes. And he's putting it away for the last time. It's a wrap. Oh, no. It's done and it's dusted. And I am crestfallen and heartbroken. And, you know, uh, since Freezer was right on that, I guess he's right about everything Is this else. the death of the bit? So, guys. Is this the death this of the, the like, uh, 30-year-old bit? I pride myself on being a good worker. I will and I will keep kayfabe as long as I can. But sometimes you just got to shoot, brother. And uh, he could have – they were coming back in the game. And I thought, it's finally going to happen. I'm going to get – all my dreams are going to come true. Lovey Smith is going to beat Michigan, and I'm going to be a hero. I'll be lauded in here in a parade of orange and blue, <laughs> and the fucking the, – the Illinois Twitter is going to pick up on it, and we're going to be riding high. This is the moment for our podcast to finally bust through the glass ceiling. And that black bastard sat right over there, and he let Michigan beat him by nine touchdowns. Let your life. And it's over. It is over. You will never hear me talk about my beloved fighting the lion eye again. So are we permanently shelving all further Illinois updates? We still have a bet, but I think that's the I think you have your answer. I will honor my commitments as a betting man. This is big. This is the end of an error. But it's over. It is over. And uh, I guess it also, ran its course. 
Yeah, to tell you the Affirmative truth. action is out. Um, equality is over. And civil rights are also over because I'm 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 full camp freezer now. I'm all well, in Montgomery with elected manifesto. a black mayor, so yeah, there's that. And to tell you the truth, this this only started like when we were rating the coaches that very first time, and I was like two and ten. And I was like, get rid of this guy. That was it. It was just like two and ten. This cannot stand. It was just one year. And then you wrote that letter to Kevin. Somewhere. And then you know, just it sort of steamrolled from there. So it has been a pretty good bit. But to be honest, like it, it it pains me to be so right about something. It's very painful because I want everyone to succeed. But there's winners and losers, and uh, it's clear he's south of that line. Yeah, it's clear that he's not even it's not even a gray area on this one. So, um, adios, Illinois. We will not talk about you anymore unless something. I close happens. it with this, guys, on Illinois. Wow! If you die fearing God. And gainfully employed, you will not go to heaven. You go to Champagne. <laughs> oh God! <clears throat> USC Notre Dame was that a game? Notre Dame's apparently the ninth best team in the country. Um, well, uh, it's interesting that that's just a game of significance for Georgia because if if and when they fall in the polls today, uh, they shouldn't fall any lower than Notre Dame because Notre Dame won. Yeah. That's the best win they have. So it's it's a floor for them, and it's still a good win, assuming Notre Dame wins out. 30-27 over USC. Yeah, Clay Helton, so, so not, a good, game, not a good look for him to lose again. 3-3. Three and three. That yeah. game comes down to an onside kick by USC, which is recovered by Notre Dame pretty easily. Clay Helton is on the sideline, losing his absolute shit, pointing across the field at something. Uh, I assumed it was going to be a we have to have a chance possess sure, the ball sure, scenario, sure. but it was not. Because when they show the replay and they pan back, Brian, murdering Brian Kelly was <laughs> Brian standing Kelly at the 20. He was, he was on the field during the kick. He was the twelfth man on the field during the onside was there a flag? kick. <laughs> no, there wasn't a flag, and also you can't review it. And so, in the press conferences afterwards, Clay Helton is—he's not apoplectic, but he is indignant sure. for sure. Um, and then they go to Brian Kelly, who is like. Yeah, yeah, I was out there. Um, I felt like I had the best hands on the team, and I was, was going to field that on kick. This murdering son of a bitch, this is what happens when you get away with murder. You think you can do anything, and they've proven me right. Brian Kelly's untouchable. It's nuts. It really is. When you when you first started watching, uh, or when you first started playing like Madden, mm-hmm, yeah. Um, I don't know about you, but when I first started playing Madden, like I, I didn't know all of the football terms. I knew how the game was played. I knew offsides. Yeah. I knew kickoffs. Sure. I knew your touchbacks. Mm-hmm. But I didn't understand what hands the hands team oh, the meant. Hands team. And I was like, yeah. well, this is, you know. So the like, old Harvey Weinstein special, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I, I just remember not know- Did you know what all those terms meant by the time you were playing Madden in like 94? I think I was able to I might not have known exactly what it meant, but it's like, oh, you put the guys with good hands out there because you wanted them to catch it and you were able the to intuit. Yeah, what just it meant. Put two and two together, of course. Was it the? Was it hands big? Was big jumbos? The, on jumbo, there, jumbo, yeah, yeah, yeah something yeah. like that. Yeah, 
I think I meant, I think I thought hands. I'm like, okay, hands. So, like, they can, like, block. That's, that's, <laughs> you, you made it halfway. <laughs> I know. Every football term I know comes from Madden. <laughs> like, so, no, I did not know any of that shit either. Hell, I don't even know that I knew what an onside kick was. Yes. Like, what the fuck is this? Why is this dumb shit kicking the ball so short? <laughs> oh, wait, we can get that? Yeah. I think I learned most of what I know about the workings of football from Madden. <laughs> Um, was Penn State Iowa a football game? Uh, it was. I mean, seventeen twelve was the final. It was a good game. Sure, um, it's, it's a classic Iowa throw it to the tight end and hope you win, and it didn't happen. They just don't have much offense. Any in, national implications on that? I mean, Penn State's undefeated they still. Did. That's yeah, about undefeated. it. They play Michigan next week, so it's going to get some. Gonna be like a whiteout, and game day's gonna be there, and they're gonna I'm gonna wave to the kids. Uh... All right, okay, all right, guys. I got another. <gasps> I got another big. I got another big hot hot topic Ooh, that I got a real therapy through. session over. Yeah. Here. Um, I think I'm ready. Well, let me pull up my next uh, Sarah McLaughlin song. I think I'm ready to declare. Number one with a bullet on all the teams I hate in college football. Whoa, is Penn State? And I really, th- yes, I mean wow. more than stupid Auburn, Tennessee, more, more than, than stupid Clemson, Purdue, Washington, more than Purdue, Washington, and row the boat. Penn State is a numero uno. What tipped it that way? The Hankins? team or James Franklin? Yeah. All of so, it? all of it, mm-hmm. every bit and of it. What tipped it so, to go there? I believe, Sean. I believe it was you. Did you share with us the the letter from the Penn State yeah. fans about how they love their school and they love their program, so, but they just didn't like the hair? So on on Twitter, there was a uh, a, a Penn State player who shared a photo of a letter that his teammate received a teammate his dreadlocked teammate um that it was basically like from an alumni like in their 60s or 70s a, a white alumni in their 60s or 70s that basically said we love Penn State so much we love to see you play blah 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 and then just went on like six paragraphs about how disgusting his hair was mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. like if you talk to me about disgusting hair like it's what freezer's looking at uh-huh, right now uh-huh. um unshowered pretty oily god knows what's underneath that kind of hair not like like i looked the guy up pretty well yeah, manicured and maintained sure, like uh yeah. dreadlocks mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um i'll let hankins confirm that he's the he's the aficionado um but yeah just went on a, a rant which is like so as part of this bit, we're not going to blame the letter on my authorship. Is that is that put to this is not you? This does not this does not feel like you, Freezer. Yes. Yeah, because there was a paragraph of praise in it. Uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> and no no actual racial epithets, hmm. um, which is a dead giveaway that it's not a Freezer production. But then, um, as you know, we are Penn State is their big rallying cry. It's their roll tide essentially. Yeah. So we are several of the players had on shirts during warmups. I saw this that read chains, tattoos, and dreads. We are. 
and they were asked to remove mm-hmm. them. The coaching staff didn't know it was going to happen. The players just went out to the field in warm-ups and the yeah. t-shirts were on. Well, so I, I skipped over this. I saw a tweet that they were asked to remove it be- because of concerns about, like, um, like NCAA violation, like, Oh, were they given like yeah, free some... or something? Or oh, that's know, probably okay. that makes sense. Probably, yeah. but that wasn't the real reason, no, right, no, Hankins? No. Yeah. yeah, no, that's not the real reason, and especially with that fucking racial, racially ambiguous coach of theirs. <laughs> um, the thing that's always going to get me is when you don't support your guys when clearly some bullshit when they went through some bullshit. Um, I'm not going to say what our coach would have done. Um, but I bet he would have addressed the situation. Um, I didn't hear anything from that dipshit. And that whole program, with the history that they have, yeah. the fact that they, they have a fan base even capable of writing this dumb letter yeah. when they turned a blind eye to raped children, yeah. number one on the list, Penn State. You are... Bullshit! Yeah, you have built a case, my friend. Yeah, that's that's pretty pretty. Uh, it's pretty damning that the fandom is so crazy that they will turn a blind eye to the uh, the rape scenario, the rape scenario, the rape saga, the rape. It's yeah. fact. Why am I yeah. calling it like a saga? Like it's Star Wars. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah legend. No, no, no. Are you still like <laughs> Sandusky's been found no, guilty? No, no, no. It's I, it's no longer a legend. Me, he doesn't want to he doesn't want to eat his own. Let me he loves those good just like Sandusky did. Fucking Happy Valley. Let me rephrase that. So Hankins is right. The uh, the blind eye towards towards that, and then this sort of just to have the gumption yeah, to. It to, is one person. I it do is have to one play person, but I'm sure they're sitting around advocate. a. I'm sure they're sitting around a whatever their equivalent to the Waffle House is up there with their buddies drinking yeah, coffee. Yeah, sure, of course. Yeah, someone's like, "Hey, take a letter." But that's not unique. From I mean, there I, are I guarantee Alabama no, fans that it's are not. you know no 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 I don't we I'm just not, we know our no, fans can't write so <laughs> or know how to mail True. anything. But but we don't have a history. Of child molestation, true, in our back pocket. Um, that is the big difference here. Yeah, for sure. And also, James Franklin's an idiot, and they're stupid. And the way they handled all of it was yeah. stupid. And you know that letter was passed around every next door app in Happy Valley. <laughs> hey, did you guys see this? Mm. And it was met with. Mm. I co-signed mm. to that. Yeah, Somebody sure. liked it. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, fuck Penn State. I guess that's Hankins, what I'm I will I, I will say that say James Franklin did State. have a press conference where he where he uh you know he did say, you know, we're all family, these are these are like my sons, yada yada. When you say this, blah blah blah. He had a rah rah moment about it. Sure. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. Okay. Fuck James Franklin. <laughs> um Louisville beat uh, Wake Forest 300 to 299. Yeah, no longer undefeated Wake Forest. So the ACC loses a ranked team again. Um, Arizona State, baby, 5-1. and one. Yeah. Did you happen to see the clips of you of Louisville's offensive line coach? No. In the pregame? Did he have dreadlocks? You know, the offensive line coach is traditionally a crazy... Did he headbutt a locker or <laughs> a something crazy, and need stitches? Crazy maniac, stories. you know, all that stuff. So he's in the in the end zone warming up with his with his squad and you know they're they're getting after it they're pushing he's grabbing face mask and doing all this and at some point he gets one in the nose and he's just got a bloody nose 
And he's just going through his drills with his bloody nose. And then the camera goes away and then comes back, and he's on the sideline, like, chicken fighting with another coach. <laughs> like, he's being restrained, and they're, like, pushing each other. Like, he's a fucking maniac. <laughs> this reminds me, um, that, that fucking commercial with Scott Cochran needs to go. I don't think I've seen it in a while. Is it the one about flu no, shots? Yeah. He used to be on the flu shot commercial. <laughs> no, it's the one where he's screaming for 30 seconds. He's screaming at everybody, like somebody eating cereal, somebody going to check the mail. And then, like, he runs into Nick Saban, and Nick Saban's like, puts his hands on his hips, and he's like, yes, coach. Mm-hmm. Like, every time that's on. <laughs> it, what are you, why, are you getting a feed? It's on SEC Network all the time. the stadium? Oh, I, I've never seen it. I've never seen it either. Are you I've, fucking I've, kidding me? <laughs> this is going to be really embarrassing I'm if not, this is not, not Scott Cochran and I've like you had a. It has to be if, it's, if that's are you, the setup. Have you never seen it? Or I've not seen it. Not a bit. Not, not once. I thought I thought you were talking I about the no flu shot commercial. That's this. when you first talked about it. Oh my god! Oh my god! Which I haven't seen the flu shot commercial in like probably two years. So. Oh my god! Keep talking. Let me get my phone real okay, quick. Okay, there is a there is a Google there is a Google finish for. Uh, Scott Cochran commercial. Okay. okay. Yep. Sean, it is it is real. It's a real commercial. Sean's Oof. not crazy. Don't play it. it. Scott Cochran just because it's just him he's screaming. yelling at a guy. Yeah. yeah, he's yelling at a guy who's doing some. You've never seen this commercial. Maybe I have. It's a I, fucking I Regents pay. commercial. It is a Regents commercial. He's just screaming at the top of his lungs. Man, Regents has my money. I, I don't like them spending it on. Well, this. It's actually <laughs> probably an effective strategy because every time it's fucking on, you're like, oh shit, what the hell is this? It's just a bald white man screaming at me. And I'm not in Charlottesville. <laughs> oh, um, shit. Boom! Year and a half later. Uh, Clemson beat Florida State. Yeah, that's a thing. You know, they had a, Clemson came off an off week, so, you know, they're back to form, allegedly. Go ahead and put them in the playoffs. Trevor Lawrence, 17 for 25 with 170 yards. Not a lot of yardage for 17. 10 yards a pass. Yeah, they didn't need it. They didn't need it, though. They're saving them plays. They truly are. Um, I guess before we get to the g- 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 game of the week, mm-hmm. it's got to be tie talk. Yeah, let's do tie talk and then the game of the week. Sure. Um, Alabama A and M, Alabama versus Texas. Normal A&M. Alabama. Mm-hmm. Um, this was a pretty classic Alabama Texas A and M game. Yeah, I think uh... forty to twenty. I think is what we all said. Sure. I, I think if I'm looking at this game in a sort of compared to the rest of the season, I think it's more to what I want the team to look like. Yeah. Defense played better. Yeah. Running game looked better. Special teams. Uh, every time Texas A&M punted it, we returned it 30 yards. Everything looked good. Jalen Waddle is averaging 20 yards a return. Yeah. This um, is this is a team I think we all kind of expected. You canceled the season after the first series. Yes, against Duke. <laughs> against Duke when we went three and out. I'm like, I'm out. I am out. Now I'm back in. I'm all in. Um, as a defense, how so, do you plan for the deep pass that Tua can more accurately throw now at the same time as one of those slants, Jerry Judy or Devontae Smith or Henry Ruggs, um, 
that can go 60 yards on a 14 yard pass. I think you have to hire Brent Venerables. Yeah. Venerables. Yeah. And ask him what in the world he did to slow down the, the offense. Uh, because it was the only. No time. Yeah. You, it's, you, you have one of the greatest defensive lines in the history that, of that college football. Yeah. Pressure. That and too. you just don't give him any time. That's, if he has time, you can't cover all those receivers. Now, the other side of that, Tua missed some long throws yesterday. He did. Yeah. Um, he did. They probably left. They probably left three touchdowns on the field. Yeah. Um, which is fine. I mean, you know, whatever. That's going to happen. Uh, it's better to f- score forty-seven and leave three touchdowns in the field than to score seventeen and leave three touchdowns in the field. Jake from State from. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, but like, man. There were some things there that were troubling. Uh, Devontae Smith getting kicked out at the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little bit of a scuffle. The lineman getting a fucking personal foul. There were penalties. Um, if Texas A&M te- – also, if Texas A&M's punter wasn't their best tackler, <laughs> um, they probably would have scored three more touchdowns as well. Um, there was a – uh, Sorry. No, no, you – there, there was a stat that this is the, I think, third game this season, which mm-hmm. is half the games played basically – of um, ten or more penalties, yeah, yeah. which is the highest yeah. in the Saban era, um, and they're easy. They're they're easy penalties to not get false starts, yeah. and you know illegal shifts and illegal substitutions, shit like that. So there's still some work to be done. The defense did come together between the second and third quarters, and then got caught slipping a little bit. I'd like to see some improvement there. Hey, I did see a pass rush, which was that was great. yes, that was about the. <laughs> The best thing from the defense Anthony was Anthony Jennings that. was in like actual two years ago form. Yeah, and for the first time, and yeah. even even the in the fourth quarter, like Hankin said, the first and fourth quarters, the defense was kind of playing on its heels and getting pushed back. But even in the fourth quarter, they were still getting pressure, and that's sort of when stuff broke down, and Mon was able to run it for twenty or thirty yards. But heck, I think that's probably the best defensive performance we've seen against good competition this year. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, it sinks twenty-seven um, points is twenty-seven points, but you know, it's. I think it's. We got to look at the the glasses being half full when the offense is putting up forty-seven. Yeah, I'll heck, I'll, I'll take forty-seven twenty-eight every single. Yeah, day. why not? Um, and the running, I was like Free said, I was mostly happy to see the running game. They used Najee a little bit more than I think he's every like he had twenty yeah. carries yeah. Uh, yesterday. Uh, and if the running game is now throw it behind the line of scrimmage to a running back and let them run, a la the Patriots, I just got to get used to that. But do it, do it, do that. Go for it. Just do that some too. I do have a couple of notes about the uh, presentation of the game. Um, it was the big CBS game, as we all know. I love Gary Danielson, but at one point he called Jimbo Fisher Jim Fisher. And it broke my Ooh, brain. I don't like that. Like, I could not even, like, I could not. I, and I don't think he meant to because he quickly said Jimbo in the next sentence after it. But, like, just the, the I went into an alternate universe where Jimbo Fisher was trying to, like, clean up his image and be taken more seriously. James Fisher. And yeah, he was, I was now gonna, going by Jim. I was just about to ask, like, what is his birth name? James Prescott. I don't know. <laughs> Fisher. <laughs> And during a promo for The Neighborhood, the Ugh. sitcom on CBS, yes. I swear to you, I swear to you, I heard Brad Nessler say the N-word hood. I did not That's hear what that. I heard, and I will not Like he actually said the words, the N-word heard. heard, heard. No, no, he said the words oh, you won't let me God. say. 
That's what I heard. I don't know about the rest of you, but that's what I heard. John, and I laughed until I thought I would die. John James Jimbo Fisher Jr. This oh is don't like any of that. Don't like any of that. I'm sure I'm wrong, but this is the first time in pro- maybe like one or two other games I can remember in the last five years where we did not have an interception. Oh, you mean the defense? Yes. Yeah, yeah. We there was there was one just, called back. There was one called back because yeah. he was holding the guy. And like one or two other like almost. Yeah. 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 We did have we did have um, a missed extra point, so add that to the record books. That that yeah, still happened. Add that, and then he hit the upright twice. Yes, right. Both went in somehow. Um, but the twelfth man at at Kyle Field is a definite cuck. <laughs> like stop. You don't have a home field advantage. Just stop. You gotta be gotta be Brian. You, you're Kelly. beating. <laughs> um, you're just beaten. Just stop it. Just, it does just drop them to a three and three in Jimbo's second year, so it's not great. Uh, they still have to play LSU in Georgia in Jesus. November. So I mean, it's, they have Georgia on the yeah Georgia now. yeah. Um, five for five extra points. Wait, what? No, that can't be right. Mm-mm. He had one blocked, right? Yeah. Yeah, this ESPN, yes, ESPN box score says five for five. Interesting. Hmm. Um, Skylar DeLong is a shitty punter. Do they not count blocks? Um, they shouldn't count a block. But yeah, you're right. The, the punting game was one uh, after his. He had one in the fourth quarter where Saban mm. ripped his head off afterwards. Um, um, he, he has not been. He doesn't get a lot of. I get it. He doesn't get to kick. Oh, poor kids don't get a lot of reps. But still, come on, dude. Like. It's it's kicking. Yeah, he uh, in two in so far this year he is uh, he's kicked it ten times with an average of thirty three. His long, which you can get lucky on on you your get a, long, get a bounce. Yeah, forty four yards. Hang on, think about that. Think about what you 40, just forty yards is the long. Yeah, through six games. Through six he's games, he's punted ten times. He's punted ten times. He punted sixteen times last year. Mm. <laughs> My God. That's insane. That is insane. I'm gonna stop bitching. That's a stat, though. That is. <laughs> oh, that's a stat. <laughs> All right, game of the week. Florida, L- Freak of the LSU. Week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it's been well publicized on this podcast that if <laughs> LSU scored was, no more was, and no less than forty so, points, I, so. I would say that their <laughs> offense was legit. They put up forty-two. I was trying to do the math with how yeah. in the world it was thirty-five to so. I was like, how can they get a field goal and a mm-hmm, safety? Mm-hmm. How can they do it? <laughs> but uh, Joe Burrow seems to be competent. Yeah. And for real, guys, for real, <laughs> I've been saying it. LSU has an offense this year, for real, for real, for real. Mm-hmm. They play Mississippi State, Auburn, then they have an off week, and then they play Alabama. So for real, guys, like they can put up some yards and points and all that stuff. For real. <laughs> Florida, Florida has a good defense. A good defense. I will say Not they, a... they, it's ballooned by some poor teams they've played. Of course. They play Kentucky. Yeah. They played mm-hmm. Miami. Uh, they played some sort of Mercer equivalent. And yeah. then they played Auburn. Come on. Come on. Florida has a good defense and gave up 42. I will say that they are in the top 
25. I'll say it's a top 25 defense. Oddly enough, I am less worried about LSU as an Alabama fan after this this week because if they give up 28 to Florida essentially in the first half. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it was 21 21 at the yeah. half. Um I'm not worried about it. Like I I I will I will watch a track meet between LSU and Alabama. And like I'll yeah, take that. Right I think now. I think that's fair because when Kyle Trask from Florida can carve and mm-hmm. slice and dice them up, I think Tua can do the same. Yeah. So yeah, I, I'm not I'm not as concerned as I guess I probably should be. Even though <laughs> I know you're not. Even though I think that LSU is for On real side of the this ball. time, right? For real though, <laughs> yeah. I'd like to point out that Freezer's coach in waiting um, called a halfback pass. <laughs> Um, and and uh, a straight up quarterback option with his non super mobile quarterback mm-hmm. inside the fifteen with you know a minute left in the game mm-hmm. that he's down by two scores and then danced for some reason. Um, yeah. the, so you got that going for you, freezer. You got that going. Yeah, for you. you know he he's he's thinking he's saving the good plays for when they play Georgia because he knows he's got to be Georgia to win the division. The LSU <laughs> game, you know, if they won that but lost to Georgia, that wouldn't have mattered. So. Did you see his press conference? No, I did not. Because that's essentially what he oh. said. <laughs> like, I hey, love that he said the ne- he said the best thing about being at Florida um, is every game gets bigger. We got a bigger game than this next week. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's not that much. It was a good game. There's was, not that much sure. else to say about it. Um, it was weird. They traded shots um, like there were. Traded shots for a long time, and then nobody shot, and then LSU just kept shooting. Mm-hmm. Was basically yeah. the the summation of it. Florida left some stuff on the field, but quite frankly, I feel like that offense was overachieving. To oh, a it definitely deal. was. They the <laughs> their their touchdown before the at the end of the first half, where their non quarterback rolls to the right and the pass gets tipped, and somehow Florida catches it. Uh, Florida really shouldn't have been in that game, but they were. Kudos to Dan Mullen. Head coach and waiting. Mm-hmm. HCIW. I mean, it does set up some big games, like Hankin said. Florida's still got a lot to play for. Um, yeah. I mean, if you're – I mean, Florida Florida wins and they're in. Yeah. Maybe. They got to win out. And if I had to, if they played Georgia next week, I'd pick them to beat Georgia if they played yeah. this Saturday. But that's like three, or f- three weeks away. Yeah. So I think Georgia can fine-tune some things, but I still – God, imagine the amount of money that you would win – by like betting on South Carolina, oh man! Like, at halftime, yeah, probably really good odds. God. They play Florida this next week. Yeah, so man, what if? Come on, they they got to give uh, Alabama that strength schedule mojo going. I would hope so. I would hope so. God, um, well, I think that's it. Anything else, Hankins? Uh, Kentucky beat Arkansas with a wide receiver playing quarterback <laughs> the whole game. He had a hundred ninety rushing yards. It's pretty good. That is pretty good. It's like NCAA 2008, kind of. Yeah. So what are the big games next week? I yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and change Michigan my... and Penn State at Penn State. That's the game day, ABC. Oh, my God. Time. That's the game in the waiting room of hell for me. Um, <laughs> Alabama plays Tennessee. Tennessee beat Mississippi State. Does ten- Is Tennessee back on track? No, I mean, they won a game. Sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I'm I'm looking at it. What's the Fox Big Noon game of the week? Big, Probably like o- Big Noon. Fox is going to bring Oklahoma West Virginia to you. Okay. Okay. Um, you got Pittsburgh Syracuse you know, on Oklahoma's Friday, baby. Mm. 
Oh. No, it is a dead ass. Week. Auburn oh, at Arkansas God, at eleven dead. o'clock in the morning. Uh, Got that sexy ass nine o'clock kickoff for Bama. Yeah, Tennessee. I hate that. Hankins last night, I fell asleep at eight forty-five, <laughs> and then I woke up Yowza. because of an Amber Alert, and then that's when <laughs> I checked all the scores that happened at night. And then you rolled over and said, "Amber, be quiet." <laughs> Thanks for the high five on that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, no, it is dead as shit. But that, that, of course, that late, a week when I don't have wrestling, it's just a yeah, dead ass football. That late week. kickoff is terrible. 8 p.m. Central? And really, it's going to be like 8.30 because hey, there's a game before that's it, not, too. So it's going to get pushed back and pushed back. I don't back. think that's our fault either, Freezer. I, I thought that might be soccer's fault. Mm-hmm. I do, I'm do. i not taking the collar on that anymore. They moved our game till 1 o'clock. Mm-hmm. 1 p.m. For a fucking playoff game. Ridiculous. I mean, if if I stay up for the whole game, it won't end till 11.30. Central. Central. Ouch. They have not determined kickoff times for Florida and South Carolina or <laughs> Georgia and Kentucky based on the thing I'm yeah, looking at. I find that to LSU be LSU plays suspect. the Mississippi State. They haven't picked the SEC game, the CBS game yet. It's between those three yeah. packages. South Carolina beating Georgia just fucked everything for everybody. It did. It did. Yeah, big time. So if I'm CBS and those are my three games, uh, LSU at Mississippi State, South Carolina versus Florida, and Georgia-Kentucky, I guess I pick South Carolina-Florida? Probably. I guess. Any chance that South Carolina-Florida or Northwestern Ohio State, or maybe even Mississippi State-LSU, is at least close for a little while? No. I'm surprised they didn't just have Alabama and Tennessee be the... CBS game. I think there's some sort of rule oh God, that no. you can't be on you SEC more than you can't be on the CBS game more than five or six times, and CBS knows they want LSU, Alabama, and uh, oh, yeah. Auburn, Alabama. Yeah, yeah. I think they have to they have to uh, sort of spread it out. Yeah, yeah, um, and that gets into you're going to want Auburn, Georgia, so that throws yeah that that I see why you would, and if you're going to drop an Alabama game. The Tennessee one, the Alabama Tennessee game has been on ESPN more often than not mm-hmm. over this last run. Yeah. That is an indictment mm-hmm. of Tennessee. Uh, episode 137 <laughs> of Throw the Flag. It's the Oklahoma, Texas of Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. If you like what you heard, tell your friends. Why, Freezer? I'm going to say it correctly this week mm-hmm. because we thrive on word of mouth. Um, what did you say last week? We throb on word I said, of mouth. like we, we th- throb in word of, we throb. throb in our mouths. Sure, yeah. Um, and if you'd like to support us in a more personal way, you can do so at patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash T-T-F. And shout out to all the Patreon. Shout out to them, baby. Gavin, Kitty Cats, Executive David. Producer, Dinner Skinnerd. <laughs> dinner Skinner. Don't call me. You can call me whatever you want. Don't call me late for dinner Skinner. Uh, hey, see you next week. Well, it was just a boy away from home, and you were singing the song. You'll never walk alone. <laughs>